based on what I'm seeing, this is the same group that was here last or on Tuesday, right? Last Tuesday. Yes, it's primarily the same group. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm not gonna bother reintroducing myself again. Um, what I wanted to do this time, first of all, great to be here with you guys again. I've been looking forward to coming back and doing this. Um, I'm not here to give you guys a talk or a speech today. I'm here to have a dialogue. I want to have a discussion. So before we get into the discussion, just to preface this a little bit, the reason that I'm doing this, I'm here to serve. I just want to be clear about that. I'm not here to listen to myself talk. If you think about the way I went about it last week, right, I told you a little bit of my story. Hopefully you're able to see yourself in my story, uh, some of the things that I was dealing with after I graduated. Hopefully you were able to see how I was not only able to dig my way out of it, but to create something for myself and to be able to carve out a lane to where I essentially get wake up, I wake up every day and I get paid to be myself, which is the ultimate goal. So with that being said, um, I did, and I'm old school. So Izzy sent me the, you know, the career action plan and, you know, the scorecard and all that. And I printed it out because I wanted to take a look at it. And I'm thinking like, hmm, if I'm in you guys' shoes and I'm looking at these right now, what are some things that I'm thinking about? So I think just to kick it off, and I'll preface it by saying this, because I was telling you guys last week, like, this is not the time to be cool. This is not the time to be like, oh, I don't want to share. I'm worried about looking good. This is the time to get some help. This is the time to get some advice. I'm not even saying you need help. You might just want to bounce ideas. So the first thing on the, uh, on the career action plan, one of the questions that jumped out at me was pretty simple. Name two career occupations that you're considering. So I like to start with that. Um, is there anyone who, because I think back to when, like, I was about to graduate and I was nervous, you guys. I had no idea what I was gonna do. I didn't know what I wanted to do. But like I said, I figured it would work itself out. But I think like if something like this existed at that time and I could come on here and be like, uh, hey, Taj, I don't really know what I'm gonna do after I graduate. And then I had someone to kind of walk me through that and maybe do something in real time, that would have been super helpful. So before I open it up, I just wanna remind you guys that when you're sharing, it's not just about you, it's about who can potentially learn through you whether it's someone on this call or someone who listens to this recording years down the line, you can be helping someone else by being brave enough to open yourself up and allow me to give you some advice. So I'll just leave it at that. Does anyone want to start? Uh, I can start. Um, I, uh, the question you asked was, um, what are two fields that we are, in, I was interested in uh, pursuing, right? Yes, sir. Is it Armias? Armias? Hermes. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. So I guess two fields. I was, um, I'm interested in uh, law enforcement. Um, and I'm also interested in um, going into real estate and becoming a, a realtor. One of those. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So Hermes, first of all, thank you for opening it up, man. Uh, I have a very you know, you see Nipsey in the background and you already know his real name was Armias. Hopefully I'm saying that right. So uh, just I respect, man. Got to acknowledge you for that and for opening it up and being brave enough to share. So you mentioned two different. No problem. Yeah. No. And I want to have a discussion with you, man. So feel free to just stay off mute for a second because I'm going to ask you some questions. I think this will be really helpful for everybody tuning in. Uh, you mentioned two areas. Two. That's like apples and oranges, right? Not that that's a bad thing. You're like, hey, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at that. So let's break them both down. And I'll start with this. My first question is, why law enforcement? Um, well, I see what's happening in the country right now. And I know change doesn't happen from the outside. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, the only way you can really make change occur is by going in there 
and being a part of the system and changing it. And I know that's a big task to put on oneself, but I feel like I will be able to at least put in a little bit of uh, momentum into the movement to get uh, law enforcement into some sort of accountability and uh, into uh, for what the things that, that have been occurring. So that's why I was thinking about that. And um, I've always liked the idea of like protecting people and things like that. And I see now like it's not um, what I thought I would be going into law enforcement for, but like uh, I still, I still like appreciate the work that police do um, because they are keeping people safe. And then there's instances where things like what happened to George Floyd and what, what happened to, uh, I think her name was Mika Bryant and things like that, that just happened. And it's like, those things like really make police look bad. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like these people are supposed to help serve our community. And I wanna be the part to make it, I wanna be a part of it so that I can change systems so that people can see police as people who are supposed to protect and serve and not uh, racially, um kill because that's not what police are meant to do so that's why i would look into law enforcement you know okay very good brother thank you for being uh bold enough and brave enough to share that first and foremost so i'm taking notes one of the things that i uh i see a like up there yeah he was he was going in right now one of the things that i like the most about that is the why behind it you have a very strong reason you're not just saying well i think i might like it or you have a very intentional reason for wanting to go that direction so we're gonna come back and revisit that, but let's just take it to real estate for a second. Now, why does, aside from the money, there's a lot of money in real estate, brother. I'm dipping my toe in that in that area as well. Now that I'm, you know, I'm a little more established in life, but why real estate? Why do you feel called to go that direction? Well, um, one thing about me is, like me and my girlfriend, we're always talking about houses. Like we love like interior design and things like that. And so, I was thinking like, what is something that I could do that I appreciate and I like? And I was like, I like houses. I like, um, I like, I like money too. I'm just saying like money is good, but like, I like houses and I like the concept of like getting people into a place that they want to live forever. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me look into real estate. It's just like, it's just a, a thought in my head. Nothing crazy. Like, not like I'm going in, but like, I have like, um, I have thoughts of like reaching out to people that I know that are in the field already so I could get like somewhat of a, um, a like internship to see if I even like it, you know, but those are, that's a field that I was thinking about because I do enjoy um, the beauty of interior design and things like that. And I know like I myself, like becoming an interior designer is really difficult and I'm not in the position to become one. So I was like, what's the next thing? Oh, uh, you could do, I could do real estate. And then if I wanted to, I could go into becoming interior designer, but that's a totally different like um, feel that like I'm not set up, like I'm not in the position to go into that at the moment. So it's like, what's the, ne when that, what's the next best thing? I could do that. And I could also like improve like monetarily, you know? Yes, sir. Very good. Okay. Before we move forward, I want everybody to just pay attention to how I'm approaching this because um, obviously we're, we're focused on this particular situation right now. But as we move forward, there's a very particular thought process that I use. And I say all that to say, 
as we're walking through these steps, I want you to understand the thought process behind it. Because if you can implement my way of thinking and how you approach this, this is going to work wonders for you. Because remember, I'm speaking from experience. Like I said, I just turned 30 years old. So I graduated from college eight years ago. So I've, I've lived a lot of life. I've had a lot of ups, a lot of downs. So my thought process is what gives me clarity. And there's no substitute for clarity. Trial and error is one thing. I talked about that last week. Trial and error is one thing, but clarity, you can't beat that. If you know where you're going, why you're going there, no one's going to stop you, especially with the athletic mindset. So with all that being said, um, Hermes, you talked about real estate. Sorry, it, it is Hermes, right? I'm sorry, brother. I've had a long day, man, but I'm here with you. You got Hermes, but you're Hermes, saying Hermes. Enough, you know? Okay, well, close enough ain't good enough, man. I got to get right. Okay, Hermes, okay. Um, one thing I would say is, I'll start with the law enforcement piece. I think your reasoning for wanting, wanting to go that route is very strong. I understand wanting to make change. And I would offer to you, this is just offering, take everything I say with the grain of salt. I would offer to you that that's not the only way that you can cause change in this world, right? I say that to say, simply by finding something that um, impacts other people, and law enforcement is one way, but you strike me as the type of guy who could literally, you're the type of guy, and I could tell just by, by hearing you speak, you could choose anything and go directly to the top with it right? And have an impact on people with it and be known for whatever field you choose to be in. So the thing about someone like yourself is that, and I see this a lot because a lot of former athletes do go into law enforcement and some people have great careers, they enjoy it. And some people find themselves in a position where they're like, man, I wish I would have given this a little bit more thought, right? So my question to you is when you think about, when we talk about change and everything, that's a beautiful thing that you want to do that. Now, when you think about what it looks like to be a police officer, right? You did say law enforcement. Are you talking about a police officer or like, you know, criminal justice system? What, what are we talking about here? Um, it would be, because I'm a, I'm a poli sci major. So I don't know if I want to go into law school because uh, I don't know if I want to do more schooling. But uh, police, a police officer isn't completely out, out of the table, uh, out of the conversation, but like, uh, it's definitely something within the field of like working with in law enforcement, but I don't know specifically which which aspect of it I'm uh, aiming towards at the moment. Understood. Okay. Something I want to offer up, man, is just to actually think about what your lifestyle looks like as a police officer, because you have to think about what that looks like. Or um, in the criminal justice system, dealing with a lot of you're working against a lot of systems. Uh, meaning, like if you're looking to create a change, not that you can't do it but that's a lot to put on the weight of the shoulders of one man. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by if you were to choose something, because I have a feeling that that could be it, but I think there's something if you really spend more time digging beneath the surface that there may be something else, maybe something that you even thought about in passing, or maybe you haven't even thought about it yet. Um, with real estate, the thing I'll say about real estate is, I look at real estate like this. I don't, you don't, I, I don't know who knows, man, you could be a great real estate agent, but I think that real estate is more so something where you have some extra capital and then you start investing in real estate the same way that people invest in the stock market, for example. So when I think about when someone tells me they want to get into real estate, my first advice is find a way to get your money up, but do it in a way where it's true to you. Don't just go chasing a check because you're going to burn out like I talked about last week. So I would spend a little bit more time and uh, we may come back to this. I want to give someone else a chance to share. But just some quick advice to you, because we may come back, like I said, spend a little bit more time on the lifestyle piece. Think about what can you do or who can you be or what can you create to where you can create that change 
because you can build yourself up in anything and have a big enough platform to where you can share your ideas and create change simply by sharing your ideas on social media or, you know, in your chosen field. Um, doing real estate doesn't necessarily mean you need to go get your license. It just means you might be in a position later in life when you're a little more established and you can throw some money into rental properties and things like that. Um, even going as far as having hands on the design, because I know you mentioned like in the interior design part. So if that's something, something you want to do, you can be hands-on in that department, but hire other people to do the rest. So you're not having to deal with the other sides of it. You see what I'm saying? Um, I'll just leave it at that for now. I want to give someone else a chance to share, but is there anything else you want to share, brother? Anything on your mind? I'm, I'm here for you. I just want to say thank you. And um, I definitely, uh, I'm listening. I'm hearing everything you're saying. And uh, that's a great point where you're saying you got to think about the lifestyle and how I can't, people can make um change by in many forms and it's not just one way and like it's uh making a decision like that is a, uh, usually a, a lifelong decision so you want to make uh that decision not like with a brisk thought you want to like actually think about it so i definitely i definitely hear that so i want to say thank you yes sir absolutely and stay in touch brother same with the rest of you even if you don't get a chance to share tonight uh make sure you link up with me on social media or whatever that looks like because i want to make sure that we're staying in touch and we're following each other's journeys and that I'm able to support in any way that I can. But with that being said, I'm going to pass it along. Does anyone else want to want to share, ask a question, contribute to the conversation? I can share. Um, so for me, I either want to do speech pathology because I really want to like one-on-one -on -one help people. And um, I'm in like I'm a psych major, so I've taken like a ton of different classes about like disabilities, disabilities and stuff. And like, I want to help like the kids with disabilities like be viewed as different from society because like a lot of like different articles have like taught me that they're looked down upon. And so I want to change that. I hope you can hear me. Mm. No, I can hear you. I can hear you loud and clear, Haley. Um, th this is what okay. I would say. I think that that's phenomenal. Um, I think that's great that you want to do that. And I'm going to go back to my, this is, I'm going to keep repeating this over again because I want people to really think about this. Based on, I just heard you talk for like all of 30 seconds. I feel like that's a great path for you. Have you thought about the lifestyle and what the day-to-day -day looks like? And I'm, I'm assuming you're going to have to take some additional schooling as well, right? Okay. Did you, I mean, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I think there's a little bit of a delay. It might be on my end. Go ahead. Yeah, my internet's really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I can hear you loud and clear. But I've like, okay, I've like looked into grad schools and stuff. And like, I feel like that's what I want to do. Perfect. Did you have a question? I agree. I think that's a great path. And it sounds like, because what year are you, by the way? That's an important question. I'm a junior. Okay. So you've done enough schooling at this point to where I'll give you an example. I thought at one point I wanted to be a physical therapist. And then I think it was going into my junior year, I started taking anatomy classes. And I was like, listen, I know basic anatomy, but you know, I didn't really see myself continuing with the schooling. So I knew it was time to make a pivot. I didn't know much back then, but I knew like physical therapist, I don't know if that's for me. So the fact that you're a junior and uh, you have such a strong reason for wanting to do what it is that you wanna do, and you've given some thought process to, okay, I'm going to have to do some additional schooling. You know, this is what it's going to look like for me when I'm actually in this role. I want to be helping these kids. I want to break the stigma. I'd say you're in a good path. So did you have a question about anything? Because I, I think you're good to go, man. 
No, I kind of just wanted to share. Okay. Thank you for sharing, Haley. Anybody else? By the way, I don't mind, guys. I'm, I'm a coach. Oh, I hear somebody. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that was me, Taj. I was going to say, um, just in case, because, my, because I don't know if it's like internet across the board, it's been like kicking a few student athletes all on and off. Um, I, I, I made you a uh, co-host just in case, like worst case scenario, like I get booted out. Got you. Okay. Um, and just, just so you know, Izzy, I can't, I'm on my phone right now. So I, I probably have limited, cap limited capability of being a co-host because, yeah. uh, but it's all good. We got enough people. This is, yeah. I'm waiting on my new laptop, man. I'm messing around to crash my laptop. I'm working too hard, man. So it is what it is. I, was like, I thought I was going to be here before today, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So we're we getting it off the phone tonight. Um, this is what I was going to say. When I open up the floor, if it's silent, just so you know, it may be awkward to you, but it's not awkward to me. If y'all want to sit here and have a silent call, that's cool. I think there's enough of us on the call to where we can get to everybody given the hour that we have. So I want to make sure we, we maximize this time. Uh, like I was saying, I'm a coach, so I do. I've done hundreds, probably over a thousand coaching calls at this time, and silence works great. So I'll just open it back up. If anyone wants to ask a question or has concerns about their career after their sport, I'm all ears and I'm here for you. I got a quick question. Um, yes, sir. So. What's you? Uh, what did you um, major in? I know uh, you might have you might have said this last last week, but my bad if I didn't catch that. All good. My major was communications. So what happened was once I realized uh, physical therapy wasn't for me, I basically uh, I tried to get into business school, but or no, I tried to be a business major, but my GPA wasn't high enough. So I'm like, let me just do communications. I like talking to people, working with people. Let me see where this gets me. And like I was saying last week, I had no idea that I was going to be doing anything I'm doing now but um yeah and when when you graduated did you have a clear path you probably answered all these questions last week my bad did you have a clear path in which you knew what you were doing or you were kind of like not even graduated like you were let's say you were a sophomore like were you like I know what I'm gonna do or you were just like I right, like as you said like let's see what happens you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Yeah, so I shared with everybody last week, man, that I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Um, and that comes from not being clear and intentional. So, like, the stuff I was sharing with you earlier, if you really take that and run with it, man, like, what I would do if I were you, when we get off this, this call tonight, I would just take a sheet of paper. It sounds simple, and it's one of those things that it's easy not to do, right? But if you do it, it can literally change the rest of your life. I know that sounds dramatic, but I'm being dead serious here, and this goes for all of you. When we get off this call tonight, Take a sheet of paper, very important that you do it by hand, put it in front of you and start to write down what you want your life to look like from the moment you step across that stage and until you can go as far as you want when you're in your 20s, when you're 25, when you're 30, when you're 35, when you're 40. I've done this before and I've spent like an hour on this and I got all the way up to I was like 70 something years old and then I started getting hungry. So I went to make a sandwich. But my point is, if you do this, this is something that is really going to help you. I encourage you all to do this because. That's my whole message. You know, I could tell you, I could give you all the tips and, you know, networking tips and how to find clarity and, you know, how to get your foot in the door, how to create content, 
you know, how to start a pot. I can tell you guys a million different things, but that's the most important thing I can share with you guys is be intentional and spend time on it. No one is going to sit you down and be thinking about your life for you. No one's going to do that. So it's your responsibility to do that. So I, I offer you all to take that up. I actually just thought of a question. Bear with um, me. Okay, that's Haley again. What's up, Haley? Talk yeah. to me. Well, I was going to ask Izzy this, but I guess I can just get another opinion. Um, so I probably, no, I, I want to go home for grad school just because it's cheaper, like in state. But I have no idea like which program to pick. And I don't know how to like pick a school that's like right for me, if that makes sense. Because the reason I came here was for volleyball. And like, that's how I knew that I was going to come here. But I like, I don't know how to decipher what I want when there's like so many good schools at home. It kind of, well, that's definitely a question for Izzy. And I definitely try to stay in my lane. But since you asked me, I'm going to put my two cents in. It, it comes back to being intentional. I think you got to do some more research. So I feel like, oh, there's so many different options. Like, it's just as simple as putting them all down and weighing them up. So like, do you at least have a top five? Yeah, but it's just like overwhelming because then I also get like an extra year of eligibility because COVID. So like, I also don't know if I want to play Ooh. when I go there. Ooh, this is a big one. I'm glad you brought this up. I forgot all about this. So this is something totally new. You just, you just uh, opened up a can of worms with this one. So this is a, there's a lot of, I'm assuming a lot of you guys have that optional extra year on here. So I get the question a lot, like, Todd, should I, uh, should I go back and play or should I, should I just focus? I think that when it comes down to making that decision, because that's a big one. I've never been in that position before. My, elig my eligibility was up when it was up. So I think that you got to look at a couple of different factors. And this is advice I've been giving lately. Is like, the first thing is, do you still love the game? Because a lot of us, we kind of, and some of you on this call are going to resonate with what I'm saying. Some of us, we just played our sport because we we're good at it. And, you know, it's paying for our education. And some of us kind of fall out of love with the game. So I think about if I had an extra year, I was kind of already out of love with the game at that point, And I would have just moved on um, because I was ready to get my life started, even though I didn't know what I wanted to do. Also, I say this, Haley, and this is just my two cents. Keep this in mind. I feel like you're very clear on the direction that you're going. So I think, well, let me ask you this. Do you think you could do both? Let's say you, you narrow that down to the top five or to the top three, you end up going to grad school. Do you think you're capable of really applying yourself to grad school so that you can be 100% prepared for your career? I mean, doing internships and all that too, and still play? I don't know. Like, I'm just, I know I'm not ready to be done like playing, but I don't know if I'll be able to balance grad school and playing because grad school, like you really have to focus. But I know after like I graduate from here, like I'm not going to know what to do. Like with free time. Okay. And stuff. We're going to make, we're going to make this real simple, Haley, because you say you don't know if you're, if you're ready to hang it up. Right. Okay. What if I just said, no, nah, I don't think you should. I don't think you should play next year. How would you feel about that? I mean, it's sad. Yeah, then you need to play straight up. I'll tell you that you need to play and you need to figure it out and make sure you're putting yourself in position too. So thank God for Izzy and classes like this and us having this conversation right now because now you know, okay, you feel sad. So that means you need to play. 
I forget who just had it in the comments, but I saw it pop up. You don't want to have any regrets. And I agree with that 100%. You, you definitely need to play because you're not ready to let it go yet. So enjoy your last year, ball out, you know, and also, listen, it is what it is. This is real life, right? Like you could slack off a little bit on your classes or you could ball out on the, you know, you could ball out and you could make sure you're handling your business in the classroom as well. You can make sure you're getting experience. You can make sure you're networking, connecting. And I think you can do it. You're a grown woman, you know what I'm saying? Handle your business, you'll do it. Anything else? It, yeah, uh, so I was gonna add, I'm glad that Haley brought that up because I think that's an important topic that um, not many of us are having like deeper conversations about. I mean, having, having open and honest conversations about like, hey, like I'm giving, I'm, I was given a year, you know, by the NCAA, what are my next steps, right? So like I, I, I from the um, I don't know for those of you that attended the uh, the grad school presentation from uh, from athletics, um, you know, one of the big things that I was I was harping on um, was how to activate your you know the professional student mindset because when you're thinking about grad school, it's not just about like you know how well you're going to do academically. It's really about like how are you how are you going to activate that mindset where like you're thinking about your academic approach. Thinking about your professional approach, you know, like, and then also like really thinking about like what are the support systems that are going to be uh, that are going to help me make sure that I have full access to all the resources within grad school, and then also thinking about like what's my return, what's my return on investment, investment, because you know, in, in on you know, naturally speaking, just like you know, when, when thinking about like just grad school, there aren't that many scholarship opportunities for grad school. So like if you can take advantage of the fact that you know your, your you know your sport is going to play is going to pay is going to pay for that one year of grad school, like take advantage of that. Don't just focus on the sport. Really dive into like that that particular program. But what that's going to take is is really is really understanding who you are as a person in the current moment and who you want to be after you graduate, right? And 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 making sure that you you're speaking to the right people on campus. You know, not, and and obviously like not just myself. Like really speaking to the folks that are running the program, speaking to your speaking to your academic advisor, speaking to people that know you the best, so that way you can make the best, the most informed decision possible. Because I think that that's been like the hardest thing for a lot of student athletes is, you know, you're you're at this point, you have this extra year, but it's kind of like you don't know what to do with it. So it's really about it's really about having these difficult conversations, and then also, you know, you're a young adult. It's this is going to be that moment where you're gonna you're gonna be making a very tough decision. You know, and, and that involves finances, involves, you know, may, maybe you relocating, maybe like, you know what, maybe I'm going to have to stay here in a, you know, in a space that I don't, I'm not ready. I'm not just yet ready to leave, you know, so like it's important to have this kind of, I'm glad that you're bringing that up because I don't think we're having enough, enough of these hard conversations. Yeah, Izzy, first of all, that was bars. So I just want to echo what Izzy said and, you know, Haley, thank you for bringing that up. And that's really what we're here to do, right? I told you I'm not here to give you guys a talk tonight. We're here to have a conversation. So Haley brought up something very real. Uh, does anybody else? We can straight up. Anybody else? Does anybody else have anything they want to talk about? Anything they want to add to the discussion? This is a free-for-all. And we got your back, like Izzy said. Oh, everyone's being shy. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. I'm gonna put somebody on the spot. I'm yeah, I was about to say. Spot. I feel like picking up yeah. people now since we only had yeah. two people. I wasn't gonna do it because I, I had Kirsten, a conversation. Kirsten with, has something. Oh, you do? You got? It? Yeah, Kirsten. He has his mic off. What's up, Kirsten? Talk to us, man. Uh, one thing uh, I appreciate uh, last week 
And I, I took some stuff from that, you know, the speech last week that you did when you came in. But just like um, what Hele was saying, I mean, I just had a real bad injury. I got to get a second surgery. And um, my last year eligibility got took for me pretty much from um, time for the next fall. I mean, I would have to medical register and go to grad school. And I'm supposed to, gra I'm supposed to graduate um, this spring right here. So to me, it was just one of the things like, you know, I'm from Florida and I, to me, it would be too hard just to sit up in New York for a whole year and not play no sports or nothing, just to play in 2022. So that's why I made my decision. Like, I ain't doing that. That's why I was kind of like basically telling Haley, I feel like she should do it. You know what I mean? She really wanted, but yeah, I mean, so not now, but what your conversation was uh, last week was about after college and like what you're going to do and stuff like that. I feel like I got a game plan, but a lot of the stuff that you were saying, you know what I'm saying? I was feeling it, stuff like that. I ain't even hey, had much. I mean, that's it. Hey, man, thank you for sharing. Uh, let's talk about your game. Before we talk about your game plan, let's do this. Because one thing I don't want to do is act like, the last thing I want to do is when someone, because I can tell, Kirsten, I'm saying your name right, bro. I'm saying your yeah. name right, Kirsten? Okay. Yeah. I can tell that you're going through it right now, and that's okay. All right? So from one man to another, I'm just telling you that's okay, bro. I've been through it. Any Izzy's been through it. It's tough, man. You've been playing since you were knee high, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, like fifth grade. Yeah. So it's okay, bro. Trust me. Your life is just beginning. You're a young man, bro. You have your whole life ahead of you. And I really mean that. There's going to be a grieving period. Bro, I remember, check this out. I moved back home, right? And I remember it would be, like, I had just graduated, came back from, from Stony Brook. Living in Southern California, you would think I want to go to the beach or something. Weather was nice. Saturday mornings, my pops was watching football games. Just the sound of the whistle would make me angry. Just hearing the whistle would make me angry because, like, damn, I really, I really can't strap it up and play anymore. Like, that hurts. So this is what I'm gonna tell you, bro. The first thing you need to hear is don't be over there suffering in silence. You got vulnerable for a second right now. So because of that, I'm able to give you these words and I want you to take these words, right? Take these words and run with them and use them and really hear what I'm saying. I'm speaking from the heart right now. Yeah. So vulnerability works, bro. Vulnerability is strength. So those moments where you feel like if you gotta close the door and be by yourself and shed some tears, get that out and let it go through you. If you need to talk to someone, a family member, a teammate, I don't care who it is. Izzy, if you want to reach out to me, I'll talk to you. Like, you don't want to keep it all up here because then it could get ugly. You want to make sure it comes out. And it'll it'll accelerate your, your healing process, too. You are going through a healing process. I always tell people it's kind of like, it's like a death of a former self, if you think about it. This is the self you've known yourself as since you were in fifth grade, bro. So it's like a death. It's the same kind of feeling like when you have a death in the family. Like, oh, that hurts, man. That person, that person's gone. But the thing is, if you think about it, bro, that person's not gone. He's still there. You just have to, you just have to get used to not being a football player anymore, but take that same energy. What position did you play, by the way? Linebacker. Ooh, okay. So you know that feeling? Wait, <laughs> you know that feeling when it's about to be a blitz? And you yeah. just visualize yourself just going through the hole and blowing up the quarterback? Yeah. Right? or you're hitting the running back in the backfield, tackle for loss. Those are your goals now. So when you wake up every day, I want you to be in beast mode, beast mode about your goals. So now that brings us to your game plan, right? And I'm serious, bro. I want you to reach out if you need to talk. I mean that. Figure, get in touch with me. Figure out a way to get in touch with me. 
I, I want to talk about your game plan because I want you going on a full out blitz for the rest of your life towards your goals. So what is what is your game plan? Let's hear about it. I mean, short term right now is try to graduate. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, I got another surgery. I just had surgery like a week and a half ago. I got to get another one in like six weeks from now, five weeks. And so that, I'm trying to come back up to New York and get all my stuff. And then as far as career rise, I'm trying to get my uh, my real estate license this summer. That way, I mean, I'll probably be back walking probably like August, September, God willing. But I mean, that's just my short term right now. But that's the most important as far as in my life right now that I got to get done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you're looking at besides real estate? Nah, not really. Not right now. Okay. Um, I'll say my, my mother, um, she's been doing, she started doing real estate like, like three, like three years ago. And so she's doing kind of well with it right now. So I'm just going to try to learn from her. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to be honest with you. At first I was about to tell you, Hey, you know, just like I was, uh, just like I was telling my man Ermis earlier, like you might want to look at something else because I feel like real estate is a money play. But when you say your mom does real estate and you're going to be learning from her, my whole attitude switched. So yeah, it's, definitely, it's, bro. It's, like, not, it's not just me hopping in blindly. I know I got somebody. I mean, I could do anything right now because, I mean, even before I didn't got into landscaping and everything. As far as making money, I'm not worried about that. But I'm talking about as far as like career wise, if I want to start young, we'll start getting my knowledge. I know my mama, she knows it. So I can just learn from her and get up under her and then figure out from there, really. Okay, let me ask you this, because this is important to talk about. And this is great, man. I'm, I'm proud of you for even having this game plan. That's a solid game plan. Mom does real estate. She's successful. You stick to her. Not only does it give you that tight bond and interaction with mom, you know, through this time in your life, but also you get to learn something and start making some bread. So that's a great situation. Now, yeah. how long did it take your mom to start being successful in real estate? Well, to be honest with you, it changed my family life. She, she had mm. she taught herself, and we was in a real bad situation like, as far as like, losing her. I ain't really trying to go on all that. Yeah, and that's she, cool. You don't have to. She started doing that, and then I just seen how our whole, our whole family's life just changed as she started doing it. So I was like, man, shoot. She's very knowledgeable about it, and she taught it herself. So she obviously, you feel what I'm saying? She, she can teach me. I know she can teach me. And so, I mean, that's why I say it's, that's just a, that's just an option. It's an opportunity that I would, I would, I'd be a foolish to pass it up. <laughs> yeah, man. Very good. Definitely learn from moms and, and, uh, and, and take that and run with it, man. Cause you're going to be very successful. Like I said, you take that mindset of the football player and that go get her mindset. You stick to mom, get the knowledge, make some money. And I want you to look at this too, man, while you're doing that, while you're building that that real estate empire, I want you to consider other things as well, like other interests that you have outside of football, right? Because mm -hmm. you're gonna be making some money, but I don't want you to just have money for the sake of having money. You wanna think about other things that you wanna do with the money so you can say, okay, when I have X amount of dollars, I know that I like, I'm just using this as an example. You know, it might be like, uh, I wanna do youth camps or something like that, or, um, you know, I wanna invest in, in technology or different things like that. Whatever interests you outside of football, you want to be able to say you don't just want to be spinning your wheels and getting good at real estate and, and running up the bag without having anything to say. When I have the money, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put it towards this. I'm going to build this. Is it? Is there anything that comes to mind outside of football that you have interest in or you, you would want to pursue? Option stops. 
Oh, okay. Big baller. Talk to me. Option stocks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, Get it uh, in, man. My mama, she took me, uh, and what, what it was called, you know, where they, where they come and they, they really try to sell you something, but they put a, I, I forget what they called. I remember when we went, that's when I first heard about option stocks. And especially now you see they all oh, that stuff's blowing up now. So I mean, what are you talking about as far as um, say I do start becoming, getting some revenue from uh, real estate. I do want to invest in other stuff, but that's probably one. So I got a friend of mine, he's doing option stocks. He's in college over at FAU. He's, he's mm-hmm. doing pretty good with it. So that's just another thing I can think of as far as investing wise. Okay. Anything else that you're interested in that actually uh, outside of making money, I know money, you know, that's one of my passions as well, brother. I'm not going to lie to you, but outside music. of making money, it's music. If I'm not, not going to make money from it, it's, I'll say music. Okay. What I kind of music? music? I play instruments like, I know how to play the clarinet and the sax. Okay. Yeah. I, I see you. I play the clarinet. Clarinet, what? yeah. I play the clarinet. Look at this, we're about to start a band. Man, I got me a bass guitar. I got to learn how to play it, though. Hey, man, so I would say this. Because the last thing I want is for you to be, you know, three, four, or five years from now, you got all this money, but you're not doing anything that that interests you or that you're excited about. So Mm -hmm. if I were you right now, man, definitely don't stop playing those instruments, but try to figure out a way to where once you start getting some income coming in, you can do something with music to where... Um, like you can create opportunities for other people, right? Yeah. Meaning like doing something, whatever it is, man, I, I have a million ideas in my head right now about what you could do that, do with that. It could be like um, something with the kids or opening up a club with live music, um, whatever, man, the sky's the limit. Just see that, I, I saw that one hit you right in the head. That one, open up a club yeah. with some live music. Maybe live you get music. up there and play the sax and the bass every it's now and then, but you have local acts come in, you do it in your hometown, build something for the community. Just a thought, bro. Just start it out there. So then my city needs something like that for sure. Okay, so that's important. That's another thing too. As you're making money, make sure you're investing in real estate back in your neighborhood as well and building up the community there and also opening up different you know, music venues, stuff like that, man, for sure. Yes, sir. It's all about other people, man. You're going you're gonna to get your money regardless, but the, the thing that I really try to drive home is that you got to be focused on how you're going to impact other people because that's what's really going to have you excited when you wake up out of bed in the morning and keep you mm-hmm. pushing through those tough times. Even right now, even right now, when you feel those moments, like when you're going through the grieving process and no longer being a football player, one of the things that's going to get you through that is thinking about, okay, man, this sucks right now. I can't play ball. I missed the game. I feel like my career was cut short, but man, how can I go help somebody else no, while I'm helping yeah. myself? If you stay in that mindset, man, you're going places. Yes, sir. Okay, brother, before we pass it around, <laughs> is there anything else that you want to share? No, I mean, Sue, I mean, we covered a lot already. Okay. Well, thank you for being bold enough to share yourself with us. And then, like I said, man, if you need, reach out to somebody, even if it's not to me, but I'm available to you as well. All right. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Right. Yes, sir. Be cool. No, and all right. Uh, Kirsten, yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I just want to share, like, Kirsten, I know, like, that's, that's not in, you know, I, I can definitely empathize with, with what, what you're going through. Um, and this goes for every senior, every senior that's graduating. Um, understand that, you know, life skills, um, like this office will always be here for you. So like get five, 10 years on the road. If you need help, you have our information, reach out. But yeah, I just want to, I just want, I just want to put that out there. Yes, sir. Thank you. 
Izzy, I'm actually really jealous that I that you weren't around when I was in school, man. Man, I had nobody. I was like the people. As a matter of fact, when I graduated, the people actually left and went on to different schools and different roles. So I couldn't reach out to them even if I wanted to. But that's neither here nor there. It is what it is. Don't play your tiny violins for me, folks. Okay, who's up next? Who we got? I, I really don't want to start calling on people. I know it's not about I got being somebody. cool. I got somebody. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you pick him. Is and, you get him. You get him. And, and, and this person is smiling because this person knows that you know we had a conversation about this, and she and she would be the perfect case case conference for this. Oh, uh, who is and, it? And, and, and so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let her unmute herself and talk. That would be me. <laughs> I saw you right now. I saw you cheesing. <laughs> I saw you over there. All right. So Izzy said you had a very specific reason what, or something you wanted to share. What's up? Talk to us. Um, so basically, I'm a senior now. Um, my undergrad was in business management, and I don't know what I want to do for grad school. Um, I think a lot of time that I wanted to go into like education, start out being like a teacher and then maybe one day be like in a, a principal or a, an assistant principal or like an AD or something, but of like a high school. Um, but on the other hand, I feel like I've always just been so attached to like the business side of things that I maybe I want to go get my master's in like HR. So I don't, I don't really know. I, I lean a lot towards education and I, and Izzy told me that that's probably what I should be doing just by the way I talk about it but there's so something that's me that's not allowing me to do that I don't know what it is something that's not allowing you to do what to just commit to education stick to that and make that like my decision oh well I can tell you what it is you ready you're just uncertain and that's yeah. okay you just you just don't know yet you just haven't really decided it's not like this is something's holding you back from doing it it's just you that's it. And if you think about it right like that, it becomes pretty simple. So once again, okay, there's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack. And once again, as I'm going through this with Raina, everybody think about the thought process. Think about my thought process behind all of this. Any question I've been asking anyone thus far and the questions I'm about to ask Raina about her particular situation, these same questions can be applied to you. And these are questions that you should be asking yourself. So just think about it like that. Okay, first things first, you talked about grad school. Are you 100% sold on going? Do you have to go to grad school? Are you, have you already made the decision? Yes, I'm going to grad school. Yes, I have another year of eligibility because of- Oh, COVID. okay. Yeah. And you're playing, okay, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to grad school and your major, you said business management is your current major. Mm -hmm. And so are, you, so are you trying to, so, okay, it's not about your career, you're trying to decide what, you're going to um, get your master's in once you get to grad school. Is it HR? Is it education? Is that what we're dealing with here? Pretty much. Okay. So we have business. Well, let me ask you this. Why did you go into business management in the first place? Because I felt like that was just something that I was good at. It was very broad. So like I, I could take in any direction that I really want to, to be honest. Like I could go to grad school for education, even though I have a business degree. Or I could, you know, there's so many like options um in business too I feel like I don't know what a lot of them are either so I think I'm kind of just that's probably why got you so you chose it because it's a broad major but in the back of your mind education was always kind of the plan from the get-go um it was just always like a thought but uh I don't know 
I never okay. took it into that much consideration up until the past like year. Well, this is the time to do it, right? <laughs> you're ahead of most people. You're ahead of where I was. So, you know, you're, you're in a good spot. Don't stress about it. That's before we go any further. Don't stress about it. You're in a good spot. You have time to think about it and you have time to execute more importantly. Okay. So here you are, you're thinking about education. Then all of a sudden, like HR creeps into the picture, creeps into your mind. Maybe I'll go the HR route. So like, why HR? I, I, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I think that it's just, you know, like it's not anywhere close to what I would be doing like as a principal. And I enjoy all the things I'd be doing as like an educator or something like that. But I also like, like you said, like think about the lifestyle sometimes and like of being a teacher and like, it's great because I was talking to Izzy about like what I want to like do, like I want to have like a family and stuff like that. So that's really good if I'm like a teacher or in the education field or something like that. But then now there's like options to be like remote and working from home um, and a lot in the like business department. So I think that would just be a, that's part of the reason why I feel like it's a strong contender. But other than that, I don't really know. Okay, that's fair. Any other contenders besides HR? Not really. I was like thinking about getting my MBA, but um, it's just not what I want. I did finance, accounting, marketing, not my thing. Like just not my things really at all. And like healthcare management, those are like, I think like the four main things you would do for like specializations for an MBA. And I just don't want to do any of them understood yeah the thing about an MBA I'll come back to what you were saying but for anybody listening the thing about an MBA is if you don't know going into an MBA what you want to do with it then really don't waste your time because you'd be better off just coming up with an idea for a business or finding people who are running businesses partnering with them and building something together there's no substitute for being like in someone's business helping them grow you know like I've been a solopreneur for a long time so I understand how to build a business but I didn't know how to scale a business so what I did was now I'm vice president of the publishing company that helped me publish my book. So now I'm operating as, you know, a leadership role inside of a company. So I'm, I'm able to learn and grow and see now I have a team, but I plugged into a system. So I'm getting my MBA technically without having to go to school. I'm getting paid to get my MBA in right. life. So just consider that for anybody listening. Let's bring it back to this. Cause when you said education, you talked about, um, you said AD and then you also said principal. You didn't say teacher at first. Talk to me more, talk to me more about like the AD and the principal side of things. Yeah, I think I need to be a teacher before I'm any of those things. So I kind okay, of but okay, okay. Yeah. So I need to get my K through 12 and then work my way up to those positions. Okay. Yeah. And they Understood. don't have 12 here. That's also a part of my dilemma. <laughs> Where's here? Where where are you located? Stony Brook. At oh, Stony Brook, oh. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. For grad mm-hmm. Understood. Um, you, why the high school level? Is there a particular reason for that? Uh, I don't know if it's exactly high school, but I think it's just because I don't think I want to do college, but um, I don't want to do middle school because I just, those are just not, that's my that age range. I just don't think I'd be as engaged with. And then high schoolers, I feel like they're old enough where you could like, I don't know actually like talk to mm-hmm. like relate to and yeah. that those type of things but I also do like younger kids as well like okay. I think they're hysterical like super fun so right I think like I do good there as well so okay here's the first thing I would say let's just 
process of elimination. Mm -hmm. Forget about the HR stuff. The reason I say that is because you like kids. You you had the whole reason you went into like, you know, wanting to get into education in the first place because you like kids. You want to impact kids. You want to do something involving children. Mm -hmm. HR, you're going to be around a bunch of adults, you know, um, you know, managing, doing payroll, whatever that looks like. You're going to be bored to death. You're going to be bored to tears in HR. There's no reason for you to be there. Stay around the kids. Do something in that lane. Now, what I would say say about that, though, is to your point, a lot of, well, then again, in education, you're going to be back on campus at some point. It's not going to be primarily remote. So you'll be around mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, but I would also look at other ways that, especially with a business management degree, um, I would look at doing something to where you don't necessarily have to work within a school system, but right. a way that you could work with children in other ways. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's all good. Uh, I would look at doing th- different things like nonprofits to work with children. I can be involved in there or certain uh, youth camps. What sport do you play? Lacrosse. Okay. You know, like lacrosse youth camps, different organizations that revolve around that. Uh, looking at how you can be involved or on, you know, the board of directors. Um, like there's so many different options to where if you're, if you're thinking of yourself only as a, starting out as a teacher and then building up into being a principal, um, then you're kind of limiting yourself because if your focus is, okay, I have business skills, I have a business skill set. I know I want to help kids. Then I would start like really exploring other people. Like who comes to mind when, when I ask you, who are some of your role models outside of sport? My parents, honestly. Um, are you just saying that? Cause they're sitting they're, right they're there. My main, they're my main ones. No, actually. Like they're actually like my, probably my main role models, but I, other than that, I can't think of a ton of other people. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a beautiful thing that your parents, uh, what do your parents do? If you don't mind me asking, or they don't mind me asking. Oh no. Uh, so my mom uh, works in the hospital, uh, Stony Brook hospital actually. And she does like ultrasound and stuff like that. So especially with like all this COVID stuff going on, she's kind of had a really busy year. And my dad, um, he's a blue collar worker. Um, wakes up at four comes back at like eight o'clock like uh he does basement waterproofing and like foundations and stuff like that so he just works super hard um for my family and I just appreciate that a lot so that's a beautiful thing Raina so shout out to your parents for giving you a great life and uh you know now you got your whole life ahead of you to build so this is what I was saying I know we're coming up on time so this is what I would leave you with forget the HR stuff like I said um definitely have more conversations with Izzy for sure like so just to get more clarity because that's not my expertise right I, I didn't mm-hmm. go that route but yeah. you know Izzy knows what he's doing so I have more conversations with him to gain clarity and then you know okay this is my path I'm sticking with education but also stay open to other opportunities because as let's say you start out as a teacher your in in goal of being a principal or an AD might change over time right if you're open to other opportunities like I said you might come across some like um you know, it's like international, not international, but some sort of like lacrosse youth training. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, whoa, where did this organization come from? And they're hiring for like, you know, a director of like camps or whatever. And then you just like all these other things start to pop up along the way as you're on your path. So stay open, talk to Izzy, but eliminate anything that doesn't have to do with the kids because that's where your heart is. So just stick with that. Okay. Thank you. And thank and, you, Jillian. And- <laughs> also <laughs> what happened with Jillian she just put something in the chat talking about um what her dad did uh 
he did business for his undergrad, then became a math teacher, and now he's a principal. Um, got his master's and his PhD, and he thought he always wanted to do business, but he loves his job now. Mm, sounds like Jillian's dad might be someone you might want to have a conversation with. Just throwing it out there. You might need to set that up and just ask him some questions and ask him for advice too, you know? The more people you can ask for advice who have already been in your shoes, the better. Also, Rainer, last thing. Yeah, yeah so sorry, Tom, so before, before, before you go, go into your point, last point, um, one of the things that I, I, like after hearing this conversation, um, Raina, have you thought about um, entrepreneurship, starting up your own nonprofit? I have because, not. Because, because that's, that's something where you can infuse both your, you know, your business background and your, your, your passion for education. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that's something that, you know, obviously, you know, we, we can help you with in, in terms of like brainstorming. Um, you will, we also have the small business, the small business uh, development center on campus that helps, you know, with, with seed funding and helping you, you know, you know, get, get you, get, you know, get you off, off your feet. Um, that, that, that could be not, that could be an opportunity. And the great thing, and the great thing about, the great thing about starting, you know, starting up your own nonprofit, it's, it's, it's something that you can do on the side. Right. You know, like they, they, you can do like, it doesn't have to be your main thing right now, but like you can like slowly develop that until like you're fully ready to like take it on. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. You speak in my language, Izzy. You know, you know, when it comes out to that, man, I'm biased. I, I would tell everybody, start your own business, start your own nonprofit. But, you know, I try to I stay in my lane. I'm just here to serve, like I said. Um, also, Raina, for real, do what I was telling everyone else to do, too, and make sure you actually, once we get off this call, spend some time, write it out, and just really think about your day-to-day. Um, okay, last thing. Izzy, before I wrap it up, can I talk about the thing I told you earlier today? I don't want to. Okay. Uh, I am working on a project right now with several other entrepreneurs. I can't, everything's kind of under wraps, but I'll just leave it at this. And it's funny you wrapped up with that point, Izzy, about entrepreneurship. If any of you on this call right now have a business idea, if you've thought about starting a business, if you have a business idea right now, maybe you and some of your teammates are working on a business, even if it's just an idea and you haven't taken any action on it, I want you to reach out to me because for social, uh, social entrepreneurship week, which is the first week of June, but we're building up uh, some friends and I, several of us, the judges are going to change, but we're doing like a Shark Tank style show where you'll be able to pitch your idea and you'll get real time feedback from actual entrepreneurs who are building businesses and doing great things in the world. And all of us are former athletes and the winner uh, gets actual like one on one coaching. So there's no there's no prize. We got to respect the NIL laws and everything. You're not going to get funding, but you're going to get actual privatized coaching from us. But the great part about it is even if you pitch us and you don't win, you're still getting feedback on the spot. So I want you guys to reach out to me if you have ideas or you might think of an idea tonight and be like, I'm going to hit Taj with this one and see what we can do. This program, we're going to do this every single month, this pitch program. We already have, we're going to start with Stony Brook. I told everyone I want Stony Brook to be the inaugural program doing this because I started, this is kind of my idea. But uh, I want it, then after that, we're going to Rutgers. We're doing UCF. We're going to go on to like some big powerhouse schools. So for Stony Brook to be the first one, you might want to be a part of it because it's going to be documented as well. So I'll leave it with that. Um, Izzy, thank you again for having me. Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight. Uh, I'm a resource to you guys. So don't hesitate to reach out if there's any way I can support. And uh, you guys be cool. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you're very Thank welcome. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you so much, brother. And obviously, you know, you know, we're definitely going to stay in contact um, and, you know, figuring out like certain things for uh, for next school year, obviously over the summer and things like that. Um, I definitely want to bring you back to speak to our, our PAC mentors who, um, 
to you know like they they're like they're going through a a, a, a separate series of, of trainings um and i'm really i'm really excited about the you know the that the direction of that program um so yeah so i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna be picking your brain uh and hopefully you know while you know while we're in this space right now you know uh,